And welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is don't be Willie Loman. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who's supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y, creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us, keep up to date with our daily photos, and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving personalization options and exclusive colors on the website, or you need a blank one on Amazon Prime. So, I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about today, and I had this whole thing about being a salesman and sales, all this other stuff, and so I went and looked up a synopsis, because it's been a long time, of Arthur Miller's Death of a Salesman. Not Arthur Miller? Boy, I can't remember if that's the wrong author. Anyway, sorry, Dad, if that's the wrong author. And if it is the right author, I absolutely knew that. Um, anyway, I, I reread the synopsis to Death of a Salesman because I was trying to come up with something quippy and funny. And I read it again for the first time in a long time, at least the synopsis. And I was like, holy smokes, this is a lot darker than I remember. But it was funny because even though I had gone to that material specifically to find something that I thought was a good joke, I came across something in it that kind of changed the topic I wanted to talk about a little bit. I'm going to tie it back into what I wanted to talk about because what I wanted to talk about is important. But in Death of a Salesman, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, how do I say this? It is a review on what was perceived as the death of the American dream. And it comes out of this whole genre where things like the grapes of wrath come from um of mice and men it's a similar type of kind of that's that era that type of story um which means that it's kind of critical it it, it, it says let's take away the facade of the american dream and paint it in a much more difficult and uh negative light i should say but the short version is that it follows a character named willie Loman. And I'm not going to tell you very much of the story because you should go read it and it's more complicated. And frankly, just go look up a synopsis if you really want the full story. But the, the short version is that Willie Loman is a salesman, an actual salesman back when that was a more common thing. And he dreams of being this great man and he dreams mostly for his son to have been this great man. And then his son doesn't really become who he thinks he should be. And he, the, the Willie Loman character is very disappointed by this. And then Willie Loman has something terrible happen to him. And through that, he discovers that the thing he was most proud of his son for isn't really what's happening. And the whole story is referencing and and fundamentally it ends quite sadly, but it, it references the idea that the character wants, the Willie character wants to blindly believe something that isn't true. He wants to blindly believe, and even when represented in his face with the absolute facts of the situation, and there's no way to deny it, he denies it. And he goes on, and he ends up having a very sad and tragic end. But the thing about it that as I was reading the synopsis in, an, in a preparation of, of talking about this was it made me think of something, and it made me think of really in many ways, the thing you don't want to be is the Willie Loman character for a lot of reasons, but mainly because he doesn't acknowledge reality when it's happening in front of him. And what do I mean by that? There's a lot of times as a small business owner 
where you have to ignore the reality in favor of the vision, right? You have to say, even though things aren't really very good, or even though I couldn't necessarily, I don't think things are that bad or whatever, you have to kind of have this perpetual optimism that I think this is going to turn around, things are going to get better, we're going to figure this out. And that's true, right? You do have to have that. You have to have that optimism. But it can't be blind. It can't be a blind optimism. You can't say things will just work out without a plan to make them work out, right? Because here's the thing. Things will work out is the right attitude, right? We'll fix this. Things will go better. Things will be right. We will make this better. That is the right attitude. But it can't be a position of things will go right of their own accord. It has to be things will go right because we will make them right. Things will go better because we will make them better. The how is maybe not so obvious. But the, the way that it, but that it will be done through our action and it will be improved through our intentional decision making is the right attitude to have. You don't want to be blind to reality and when reality is staring you in the face, you don't want to ignore it because it will win. So I had gone to a meeting the other day with my mentor and I'd been talking about how things had been rough. This last month, May, had been, has been the worst month of the year so far. And that's saying something. And I, I mean, it's been difficult for me because I've been figuring, able to really quite figure out why our advertising has not gone very well, which then goes back to the deeper fear that I had in April, which was that the reason why April was going so well was not because I had taken over the marketing and that things were going better because of the marketing. It was really because April is a good month for us. I don't know why. I think it has something to do with tax season, but regardless, it seems to be that that was the case, that April is a good month for us and the marketing wasn't necessarily doing better and now the marketing is doing much worse, which it probably was doing bad all along. And so, you know, me taking it over didn't do anything to beat it or to make it better except for it cut out the cost of the marketing costs. So to some extent, that's not nothing, but our marketing didn't do very well in May. And a lot of elements come into play here because we're, we did see ironically in May or not May, in April, no, in May. In May, we saw a very solid returning customer rate, which is new for us. We haven't seen that before. Um, it, was into, it was almost 30%, which is good. But that actually means that the marketing is doing even worse than I thought it was, because that means that most of the sales that we made this month were actually because of returning customers. So the situation's not so great, right? And I have to stare that in the face, and I have to know that that's the case. And I was talking with, about all of this with my mentor, and he brought up, you know, well, how are things going with your business-to-business -business launch, your ASI connections, and the other things that you're trying to do there? And I said, well, it's not been a particularly, we have not had a particularly aggressive takeoff with that. And I'd kind of anticipated it doing well of its own accord. And I don't necessarily know why I thought that. I don't know what, what that, nothing, nothing in the world does well of its own accord, unfortunately. But I had assumed that by us being available on the marketplace, the very nature of the marketplace would drive sales in our direction. When in reality, that does not seem to be true. We have a month of evidence to support that. And the mentor talked to me and said, you know what? You've got a pond stocked with game fish in front of you in the form of ASI. You need to be fishing in that pond. And that will put some of the control back in your hands. It will allow you to actively take and participate in the success that you so desperately need. And the, you, know, you, will, you will feel more in control because you will be doing the hunting. And I liked that idea. I liked that mentality. And I liked that solution to some extent because, and that's part of the, that particular topic of being in charge and driving the sales myself was what made me think of, I need to go back to being a salesman 
which made me think of the story, Death of the Salesman, which is what started us all around, and so now this is a big circle. But regardless, this is the point that I think is mat matters in all of this, and that is I do need to be the salesman, and you do need to directly and intentionally act in a way that drives sales to our website. I need to be the one to encourage other business owners who are maybe not necessarily aware of our product to know about our product and to see why it would benefit them to be part of this, to, to buy things for their clients, to buy things for their employees, and why we need to drive that. Moreover, at some level, even if this is the overall economy, even if this is people being afraid of a recession, we can worry ourselves into a recession. People don't talk about this much. We can absolutely bring recession into, for, into reality merely by our own worry about a recession. It can become, it often is, a self-fulfilling prophecy. Because what ends up happening is, is people say, oh, a recession's coming. So what does everyone do? Well, I got to save my money. And so they don't spend their money. And if you don't spend your money, Companies don't sell product, and if companies don't sell product, they don't post sales, and that lowers the GDP, which causes a recession, right? So regardless of whether that's coming or not, I can't necessarily make the decisions based off of that, in part because that's not necessarily a good way to make decisions. And so I have to say, look, I can't control the weather when it comes to the environment around the economy. But what I can do is I can go out there and try to sell to these people who actually, realistically, are in the market for this product as promotional companies. And so I've started doing that. I started this about a couple of days back, and it's been a very early start, and so we'll see how it goes. But out of the 60 people I've sent emails to so far already, one of them has taken us up on our sample offer. That's not nothing. So, we'll make progress on this. We will get this figured out. We will make this work. We have to make it work. And we will. Not in a blind, I'm going to ignore the reality of the situation in front of us, which is not necessarily great, but in a eyes wide open, optimistic attitude towards we can make this better and we can make this better in these specific ways. And that's, I think, the important thing to talk. Don't be Willie Loman. Don't be blind to the reality in front of you. And things might go better. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to check back in next Tuesday for our next topic. Don't forget to check that subscribe button as well as the notification bell to get notified when we launch our new podcast. If you have any, podca or if you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, journal, folio, or anything else we sell, please feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at murdycreative.co or you can contact us via our Instagram and Facebook. You can text, email, call, direct message, all the usuals. I'll do my best to get back to you as soon as possible, but I do appreciate your patience. If you have a quick question or you want to place an order over the phone, please feel free to call us at 414-434-9001. We're available Monday through Friday. 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Central Time. You can also text us at the number as well, 414-434-9001. If for whatever reason you don't get a hold of us either during business hours or after hours, please do feel free to leave us a voicemail. If you're calling about a specific order and you leave a voicemail, please include the order number. It starts with S and then is followed by a series of digits. That helps us identify who we're talking to and what we're talking about and makes it a little easier to get things solved quickly. If you think we deserve a good review, you can go a long way to help us grow our new community. Both a review on the podcast and whatever app you're listening on, as well as a review on the product itself. If you go to murdycreative.co slash reviews, you can read all of our amazing five-star reviews. There's a button there that says leave us a good review. If you click on that, it'll take you to facebook.com slash murdycreative.co slash reviews. There's a question. Do you recommend the Murdy Creative Company? You click yes, and then you write your review. We love them. We read them. I read them out loud to the staff almost every day when we get them. If for whatever reason you leave us a bad review, there's another button there that says get directly in contact with us. It is deeply important to me personally that everyone has a good experience with this company. We will do anything in our power, including recrafting, refunding. We will take care of you. Please, please, please 
give us an opportunity to make things right before we leave us a bad review. Word of mouth is the best form of advertising, so please tell your friends and family about the company. If you want to get a little something for doing that, be sure to log into the top of our website with the little man icon. When you log in, you'll get, be able to include your information. There in the bottom left-hand corner of the website, there'll be a little circle. You click on that, it'll open up the rewards panel. Anytime you make a purchase logged into our website, you get 10% back of that purchase as in-store credit that you can spend on anything in our store. Additionally, there's a shareable link there. When you share that with your friends and family, they get 10% off their first purchase. Or sorry, excuse me, they get $10 off their first purchase and you get $10 back as in-store credit when they make that purchase, which can actually be more than 10% on most of the products in our store, in case you're curious. If you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm always happy to talk about just about anything, and I'm going to give you guys what you're looking for. So please leave a comment below on our YouTube channel or send us an email, sales at merdycreative.co, with any podcast topics you want to hear more about, and they'll make sure I get them. If you're looking for multiple winders, journals, folios, anything we sell, for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, we do have bulk discounts built directly into the cart. All you need to do is mix and match to your heart's desire, add anything to the cart, and hit checkout. The discount is based only on the total cart quantity, so you can add a variety of products, and the minimum order quantity discount to start to get those bulk discounts is a quantity of five. So definitely check that out. Be sure to add everything to your cart and hit checkout. If you're not, not sure exactly what quantity you're looking for and you're more interested in the numbers behind the discount program, feel free to send us an email, sales at merdycreative.co, and we'd be happy to walk you through it. If you're looking for a custom engraved item, we have no minimum order quantities and no setup fees. It's a simple flat fee, normally $15. And that's actually pre-bulk discount. So if you're going to get a whole bunch of items for your company or for something along those lines, the discount per item can actually go up and it can be a lot less than $15. For most of the products on our website, if you go to any of the product pages and you go to the Add Custom Logo button, you click on that, it'll open up the custom logo item. There's an, a customizer option where you can upload your logos, you can add text, you can do all sorts of things, mix and match, add, build that perfect product, and then hit Add to Cart. It'll add that custom engraved item to your cart and you can check out. When you do that, it automatically connects your design with that product and that purchase on our back end when we can do the engraving. We'll just go find that design and use that. If for whatever reason you do not see that add custom logo button, send us an email, sales at merdycreative.co. Please say custom order in the uh, subject line or something like that. Include the product you're interested in getting and then include the logo or any other additional artwork that you can provide around that particular thing as well as any description of what you're looking for. We'd be happy to create that custom engraving mock-up for you. And then we can add a custom logo with or custom URL with that order that you can order for, through. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day and goodbye.